Welcome back to the Jag Bros. I'm one of your hosts, JT Raymond, apart alongside my two brothers, Jack and Joey. And guys, we finally have a Monday night football game. For the first time since 2011, it's been over a decade since we get to sit back and watch our Jaguars play on Monday night. Oh man, I'm excited. This team is special and we have some big primetime games starting with a Monday night football. Josh Allen, after the victory on Sunday, said, hey, I've never even played in a Monday night game. So the energy is going to be electric in the bank, even though this isn't the same Bengals team without Joe Burrow. It's still going to be an awesome game for the Jaguars. This is a game where we can go ahead and national media go destroy a team. This Bengals team without Joe Burrow is barely an NFL team. Don't misstep. Don't sleep on them, but go out there and punch them in the mouth and show everyone that the Jaguars are here. Go do what the Dolphins did. Drop 70 on their head and then see how the national media reacts. This is a huge game, and I think we need to blow them out of the water for people to really take a look at Jacksonville again. Yep, Jacksonville is only favored a measly eight and a half points against the Bengals, who will be starting Browning. But we'll dive in more to the Bengals offense against our defense here in a second. We'll start on our side of the ball before we get into score predictions as well. Joey, take us to the offensive side of the ball. What do we need to do against this Bengals defense that seems to not be playing as well as they were playing in the past couple of years? Definitely. It, it seems like uh, their, their run defense isn't great. They've given up quite quite a few rushing yards. They are 19th right now in points allowed per game with averaging 22 points to the other team. The only kind of stat that they're good at right now is interceptions. They're fourth in the league right now with 12 interceptions. So they're a bit of an opportunistic. They try to jump passes, but that also allows a better quarterback like Trevor Lawrence to uh, take advantage of those who try to jump the pass, try to float it over them, and go ahead and go get some big plays and throw the ball deep this game because they're also really bad at giving up deep plays. Joey, you're way too kind to their defense. Pretty not not great on run defense. Their run defense is terrible. They're one of the worst three run defenses in the NFL right now. A significant downgrade compared to some of the defenses we've been playing over the last few weeks. This is the time for ETN and maybe even Tank Bigsby if the score is out of hand to get going on the ground. Look, outside of like the Cardinals and the Giants and the Jets, like they are not a very good run defense. And this should be a game where you have success on the ground. Yeah, there's a lot of holes in this defense. And I will say, Joe, you did bring up a good point of this is an opportunistic defense. So they're pretty much the bottom of every stat. They're bottom 10 in pass yards. They're bottom five in rushing yards of giving up the most in those areas. And then they're second to last in yards per carry on the ground with five yards per carry. And so that means if you're running at five yards, you're getting a first down before you even need to hit third down. All you need to do is just keep running it and you keep getting first downs, but they have done well at turning the ball over. And so they are currently fourth in interceptions with 12 and they're also in top 10 and fumbles recovered with seven. So we have seen our offense at times 
turn the ball over a little too much. And so we need to have a clean game. But this should be a big game. If you're a fantasy football fan, you could start a lot of Jaguars in this game and be rewarded pretty heavily because the Bengals give up yards in bunches. That's true. And also something about our offense. Seems like Travis Etienne may have gotten a little hurt uh, against Houston. I heard that uh, he had a chest injury, and that's why he came out a little bit during that game. And I'm never one to rest players, but with the team that we're about to face, maybe ETN can can get a little bit of a break. And it's time for Dearness Johnson and Tank Bigsby to, to carry the load for, for this game. Give ETN a whole week to rest up and get ready to play against the Browns. But, I mean, with this terrible of a run defense, let's go ahead and get some of our backups some confidence and get some yards Let's not get too confident, though. We we do need to make sure if we do see Tank Bigsby, especially early, we need he needs to do what he did in the one carry against the Texans game, which, Joey, you and I laughed during the game. I felt like he had that ball locked down. Both hands never left the side. So if Tank is in there early, especially, make sure you wrap that ball up a ton because Press Taylor has a lot of confidence in him but it is becoming a narrative of turning the ball over. So if you're in early tank, lock that ball down. No turnovers in the first half, please. I don't think he's going to fumble again. He, I, you could tell he's like, this is my baby and I'm never dropping him again. I, I do believe in tank. I'm getting more invested in him. These last two games, he's only had like four or five runs, but each one run is for about six yards and they're very good. Six yards kind of taking on two to three tacklers. So keep it up, Tank. Let's gain a little more this game and see what see what happens. Yeah, so as you can probably guess, the Bengals don't have a ton of playmakers on defense. Not a lot of guys that stand out. Actually, perhaps their, their best player on defense is currently day-to-day battling some injuries. That's Logan Wilson, linebacker. He has 89 tackles, putting him up pretty high in the, the NFL right now in that category. He also has three interceptions. So be watching the Bengals injury report to see if he's going to play on Monday. And then their best defensive back so far has been Cam Taylor-Britt. He's 24 years old, second year in the league. He's given up just like the rest of their secondary, some big plays, but he also does have four picks. So watch out for Taylor Britt and watch out for Logan Wilson if he is playing on Monday. Yeah, it'll be good if Logan Wilson actually doesn't play against us because not only is he uh, one of their best defensive players, he also is the guy who seems to hurt the most people. He's the one who just uh, put Mark Andrews out uh, for the season. He also put Lamar Jackson into the tent. Luckily, he came back but he's very good at that hip drop tackle and seems to injure quite a few people. So if we can keep him on the sidelines and keep our players healthy, that would be really great. One last thing on the offense before we switch to the defensive side of the ball. The Steelers just played these guys last week in in Cincinnati. Najee Harris ran for 99 yards and Pat Fryermuth, their tight end, came back from an injury and and had nine receptions for 120. So I'll double down saying that I think we're going to have success on the ground and this may be our chance to really rev up Evan Ingram and potentially get him a touchdown in the game on Monday night. Love that call out, JT. And yeah, so let's look now at our defense going up against the Bengals offense. Again, this is a night and day offense without Joe Burrow. 
very much what you're seeing a lot in the NFL nowadays is this is an offense built all around the quarterback. So even though the Bengals still have some incredible weapons, the problem is that they have Jake Browning, an undrafted free agent from 2019, playing only his fourth career NFL game. And so the drop off from Joe Burrow, arguably one of, if not top two or top three best quarterbacks in the league is not going to be playing and you're instead going to be going up against Jake Browning. So is there any concerns that you have for the Jaguars defense on Monday against the Bengals offense? No. I mean, their offensive line is just as bad as ours or the Giants. Jake Browning's going to go get sacked a bunch, hopefully, by Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. T. Higgins still may be out, so you, you don't have to really worry about him. And Jamar Chase has been battling some injuries as well. And you, as you said, you have an undrafted uh, quarterback. I mean, this this may be a complete blowout. Yeah, on paper, this absolutely should be. Last game against the Steelers, and the reason why I keep bringing this up is because this is Browning's first start is he had 20 they had 22 minutes of time of possession against the Steelers who are not that great on offense by any means and then if you look at all of their possessions it's three plays it's four plays it's four plays it's three plays it's five plays it's one play it's four plays it's three plays only one drive they actually have more than five plays and that was a drive that ended in an interception so I mean, look, barring Jamar Chase going for 200 yards and just running wild, there's not really a scenario where I see uh, the the Bengals having any type of success on the offense. And we can just about wrap up the breakdown here because the Steelers also had four sacks against Browning. So that's going to be a a number for us to, to hit as well. This is a situation where the Bengals offense revolves so much around Joe Burrow. You got to almost feel a little bit bad for them because they have some incredible weapons. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Yeah, he's been battling injuries Joey, all season. So it's going to be interesting to see if he goes or not or if he'll be 100%. Joe Mixon is a good, not great running back. Tyler Boyd is another good weapon. But the problem is you just don't have anyone to get them the ball. And honestly, what I think you may see from the Bengals for the rest of the year is that they might do what they did in Joe Burrow's season, which is tank, not necessarily intentionally, but lose a lot of games and get another weapon for Joe Burrow. So maybe next year the Bengals are scary, but there is nothing scary about this Bengals team on Monday night. Yeah, I mean. To be honest, I only feel sorry for the Bengals. They were trying to fight their way back from a terrible start. They were starting to gain some momentum. And then Joe Burrow goes down again. And then this is the team that they kind of have. I'm glad to get the easy W, knock on wood. But I also am going to miss Joe Burrow and seeing a awesome gun battle between him and Trevor Lawrence. It's just kind of sad that we don't get that game. Yeah, that would have been a really fun one uh, to see a young Burrow and a young Trevor go head to head. And so with the current roster as it is, as we start turning the corner to predictions and keys to the game, what do you guys want to see offensively and defensively as your key to the game either to make sure we get a win or just to make sure we're playing the best we can possibly play? I'll get us started on keys. I think defensively, it's going to be all about playing aggressive we've already played Mahomes we've already played Josh Allen we've played now CJ Stroud twice and this is a completely different game and I have a hundred percent trust that coach Caldwell is going to do this he's going to blitz he's going to press coverage he's going 
he's going to make Browning do something other than just short screens or short slants. He's going to make him beat them. And so defensively, I think the keys is to get big plays early. So I think at least three either sacks or turnovers in the first half from our defense. And then offensively, let's just light them up. I don't know about 70 points, but I think this is a game that Trevor has been throwing. He's been airing it out. He's been taking off some of that pressure for ETN to get 110% for the playoffs. So I think Trevor needs to and should have over 300 yards again on Monday night in primetime football. Another big game for Trevor. I'm going to take this a different direction. I'm going to take it as what do we need? What's the key to the game just for victory? And so offensively, I think we need to have less than five turnovers. I think if we have five turnovers, I think there's a decent chance we lose that game. And defensively, I think I mentioned it already, but I think Jamar Chase has to have less than 200 yards. Barring those two things happening, I don't really see a way for us to lose that game, even if we have four turnovers. Yeah, that's pretty much all we have to do is just don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Don't give a kickoff return for a touchdown. Don't fumble, throw interceptions. If we play a clean game, even if it's not our best game, we win by a landslide. Uh, I mean, that's all we pretty much have to do. But I'm going to say, uh, like Jack said, this is a chance for our defense to go get the number one turnover spot again. Let's go get a bunch of interceptions, some fumbles. Let's just go dominate this team so that way they want to leave after halftime. I want them to be like, coach, we don't want to go back on the field. You know what? Let's just get back on the plane, go back to Cincy and call it a day because these Jaguars are just better than us in every single way. Well, with that, we come to the moment of truth, our predictions. And hey, we love to do this with you all as well. So make sure you engage with us specifically on Twitter or X at the Jag Bros. We posted this and we got 20 or 30 different predictions and almost all of y'all called a win against the Texans. So shout out to all of our fans on Twitter, on X. Shout out to JT for being the closest. I believe your prediction was 27 to 21. So almost called it to the exact number. But in this game, what is your prediction? Big game Monday night, Jaguars versus Bengals. What is the final score on Monday? Well, I was closest last time. I'll go first this time. I think it is a blowout. I don't see us turning the ball over five times. I think the Jaguars win 34 to three. Wow, that would be awesome, especially on primetime. You know, I took this a different direction as well. I thought, is there any possible way that we could lose this game. Now, this is a team that's come in too confident and lost some games that they perhaps shouldn't have, but we haven't lost to a bad team yet. And the Bengals without Joe Burrow are a bad team. I actually don't think we play our best football on Monday night. I think we do enough to win and stay under the radar, which I love us staying under the radar. People keep overlooking us. And what do we do? We just keep stacking up wins. So I think it's right around the spread. I think we probably have some some boneheaded mistakes, but we still take Jaguars 31, Bengals 23. And I can't believe you gave the Bengals 23 points. How bad do you think our defense is? Uh, yeah, that's no. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> to me. We must have had a pick six in there. 
Yeah, I was throwing in some fluke plays, some special teams, uh, weird plays for them to score that many. And you never know. It is the NFL. The Eagles actually lost their only game to a backup quarterback in the same weeks that the 49ers lost their first game to a backup quarterback. So you never really know. And as long as the Jaguars come in hungry and humble like they have these last couple games, I'm probably wrong, and I've been wrong. I've been right on the win side, but wrong on the score side. So I'm hoping they just blow it, blow it out. But I think the Jaguars definitely win on Monday. I have a hot take. We won't see the starters after the first half. Whoa! It's going to be so bad and so ugly that we go ahead and put C.J. Beathard in and we put all the other backups in and start letting them uh, get some time tank bigsby will be the starting running back in the second half gain him some confidence and i believe that we are going to score eight touchdowns and score 56 points to zero that may be a historic win for the jaguars i think that's got to be the biggest win in jaguars history so i hope that happens that would be amazing well, we love connecting with you. We love cheering on our Jacksonville Jaguars. We keep saying this team is special. This team is a team of destiny. And we believe that we're going to prove it on Monday night. Three Jag Bros predictions, three Jags victories, two incredible blowouts, one historic blowout. But we're going to be tuning in. We hope all Jaguars fans will be there in the bank for potentially a historic victory on Monday night, first time in 12 years that we get to host Monday night. The eyes of the world will be on the Jaguars, and we're going to be cheering them on. So please connect with us on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and please follow our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all podcast platforms, so that you know and get every update, every notification on a new episode. So the game is Monday night in Jacksonville, 8.15 p.m. Eastern, 7.15 p.m. Central. Let's see a massive Jaguars victory, and let's hear this a whole lot on Monday night on national TV. Do- oh, oh.